What is up? Welcome to another episode of It's My Purpose Podcast. It's me, Kirstie, also known as Sincerely Kirstie on all your social media platforms. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you decided to come back and join in today. I am happy. Of course, spring has sprung. Y'all know I'm hot because my birthday is coming up. Woo, woo. April babies in the house. So I'm very, very excited about that. Very happy to just celebrate another year of life. If you are a person that does not typically celebrate your birthday, let this be the year that that changes, okay? Like, if your birthday has already passed, I need you to have a half birthday celebration, okay? If your birthday already passed and you didn't really do anything for it this year, when your half birthday comes up, so that means my January people that didn't do anything, my February people, my March people that didn't do anything, when your half birthday comes up this year, I need you to go all out because we are celebrating this year, okay? We are celebrating small wins, big wins, and another year of life is a big win, okay? It's a big win, okay? What do you say? All I do is win, win, win. <laughs> I'll stop there because, uh, yeah. Anyway, listen, make sure that you celebrate, okay? make sure that you celebrate i just had a snack so i am hype and feeling good and energized my snack of choice is typically popcorn what is yours love me some popcorn um i'm a water drinker but after i had my daughter i tended i have kind of leaned more into juice we don't really buy juices like that so water it is <laughs> So I had some popcorn, I had my water, I had some some cereal, you know, to get my juices flowing and all of that. So I'm ready, okay? I am ready to chat with y'all. Listen, it has been an interesting roller coaster of emotions just thinking about this whole Katanji Brown stuff, right? So like I at one point in my life, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no. But to see Katanji Brown Jackson, excuse me, like Katanji Brown Jackson, that's her full name, out here really killing the game is absolutely amazing. My biggest thing to watch, one, you know, she's a black woman. That is pretty amazing in itself, right? I don't know about you, but that is pretty dope to me just to see somebody of color and a woman at that going up for such a prestigious seat like just like that is a huge job to undertake and she it's like really going through the motions in order to get it like what so that is pretty cool but the crazy thing for me is all of the extraness that she's having to go through why does it feel like we always have to go through something extra. Like she's just out here trying to, you know, become a Supreme Court justice. And they're asking her all types of random questions. And I'm just like, would y'all be asking these same questions if she looked differently? Huh? Hmm. I'm just saying, I mean, I could be way wrong, but I cannot lie and say that the thought does not cross my mind because she is answering with such poise, you know, it's 
it's wild to me so god bless her and i pray that like she just continues to push through and ignore the bs as she has been and you know just do what she's do and my prayer is just like you know those that are just being negative just for no reason just stop it's so distasteful it's so distasteful but it's so crazy like one of the things that i liked that she pointed out was um when she was giving her um speech and she was just saying talking to her daughters and saying like she knows she did not always get the work motherhood balance right right like that work-life balance or that work motherhood balance and of course you guys know i'm a mother and i talk all things motherhood and here in this podcast is one of our topics and i can say that i feel her i think a lot of mothers felt her in that so dads and homeboys if you're listening just just take a beat for just a second but seriously my question i mean i'm sorry i completely understand what she felt i too a lot of times struggle with the whole like work motherhood balance right so kudos to the um I can't even say, I, I was going to say kudos to the moms who do not work, but I can't even say that, right? Because even moms who do not have a job, like maybe they don't have a nine to five and nor do they have a business, their sole day to day is working on the house. Like they're a complete stay at home mom. That is still a job within itself because once you choose to become a stay at home mom, you are now fully operating the house right working moms um we're doing a lot as well so it's just like just the whole idea of mothering let's just talk about that for just a second the whole idea of mothering in itself can be a lot to just understand and just really balance and because women are emotional beings we're constantly thinking about how we could do something better or if we're giving something enough of our time or if we are nurturing something properly so kudos to her for being transparent in that moment and expressing how she felt like she did not always get it right and i think it it really humanized her right like it really showed that she's regular woman just just like many of us out here you know working hard after dreams or you know like going after like dream jobs or dream careers or dream or a dream life or lifestyle and sometimes it can feel like man i'm really not giving my kids what i feel like they should be getting but at the end of the day like our kids still love us right and that's what i had to tell myself like yes there are days where i'm mommying more than others do i feel good about those days absolutely do i feel a little bit sad or hard on myself about the days that i don't mummy as much yeah but what i have learned is that i must give myself grace in on those days on those moments right when i'm feeling like man i could have done better today i could have been a better mommy today or i could have spent more time with my kid today and it's like yes absolutely but it really just re as we grow and as we learn and as we realize what works and what doesn't work and what and as we realize what our children's needs are then we can develop a routine 
that works, right? You know, everybody, every each person's routine does not necessarily work for someone else, right? Like the routine in my house may be completely different from the routine that works in your home, right? But it's just a matter of intentionally developing a routine so that on those days where you are feeling like I should have done better, there are a lot fewer of those because you have now developed a routine that kind of helps you put create some type of balance right so no it's not going to ever i don't, I don't think it can ever just be like this 100 percent even kill of like work life or work motherhood balance mm -hmm. however i do feel like you have the option to create a routine that will work in your favor right so kudos to katanji for sharing that tidbit and really just opening up like a whole transparency moment or movement so to speak of what moms who are going after like major careers what moms truly feel like you know don't don't attack that mom because she's doing all of these things but see where you could help that mom right see where you could uh, encourage that mom or support that mom in what she's doing i think support is so necessary especially nowadays everyone needs somebody that they could lean on right we all need somebody to lean on um, and to encourage us and to let us know like, yeah, you you may have done that today, but look, this is how we can make it better, right? When you have someone in your corner that is pushing you and encouraging you, it tends to make life feel a lot more bearable. It feels like you can really get through it. So kudos to Katanji. If you have not been watching, check it out. CNN bits on YouTube and everywhere where you can see the confirmation hearings, okay? So kudos, kudos to her. She's ignoring the foolishness. She's being transparent. I mean, that is pretty exciting to see. And so I pray that all goes well with her. I'm sure one thing she did not do was procrastinate. <laughs> Ouch. I'm sure she was like, let me go after this. I'm going to do what it is. I'm going to do what needs to be done. So boom, bam, here I am. And I'm going to go for it. Like, does anybody struggle with procrastination like oftentimes we know that god has called us to do something right but we want to procrastinate on it we want to wait we want to wait for something is uh, perfect so to speak right but the crazy thing is procrastination and perfectionism like just trying to be a perfectionist all the times sometimes they can switch roles or they can even sometimes be twins and kind of like play a trick on you, right? Like if you ever seen that show Sister Sister back in the day with T and Tamara, like, you know, they would have an episode here and there where they might switch roles for kicks and giggles, like to go on dates with the guy to see if the other guy would notice that it's the other twin. But see, that's the same thing with perfectionism and procrastination, right? Sometimes will say, I will wait, I will wait, I will wait. And then waiting for perfectionism, you're actually procrastinating, right? You're waiting for it to, I'll wait till I have the perfect feeling. You know, I'm not going to go to church until I am just like free from sin. I'm not doing these things anymore. Listen, that is procrastination. Okay. But let me be very clear because in Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2 and, um, Two, he says, of course, write the vision, make it plain. But then it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed 
time. So I'm not saying to like, you know, jump out there into the wolves or something like that, right? Because of course, yes, the vision is for an appointed time. What I am saying, however, let's unpack this just a little bit. When God gives us a vision, right? A lot of times he does not put a time on it. So he may show you with children, but he may not show you the age that you'll have these kids. He may show you the kids and may show you with the spouse, but he may not show you the face of the person. I know for me, it took a long time, right? I would always dream of my wedding. I could see the wedding. I could see the colors, my dress. I could see these things. And I could see that, you know, the tux of my husband, but I never saw his face. So I never knew who the person was. Of course, you know, I had dated, but I never saw any of those gentlemen in, when I would have these dreams. So again, it just goes to show you that the vision is yet for an appointed time. So even though I was seeing my wedding or I was seeing my um, ceremony, I did not know who it was, but I knew I was going to get married. I knew that the vision was going to come to pass. That was, that part was very clear to me. So again, God may show you a piece of something, right? He may not show you exactly when it will happen, where the date or the age that you will be, or what will be going on in your life at that time. He does not show you all of that. However, he will show you what he wants to be revealed to you. Vision is yet for an appointed time. So what you do do is you work, you move, right? You do what you need to do. So if that dream was of you holding a baby, no, the work is not to go and sleep with some man. The work is to prepare your body, make sure that your health is right. Because, you know, you got to be healthy in order to, to bring a baby into this world. You make sure that you are mentally okay. You make sure that your home is prepared. You make sure like there are other pieces. That's what I mean by you move. You begin to show God that you are in expectation of this blessing, of this vision that is supposed to come at the appointed time, right? If you think about last week, we talked about putting ourselves into position, right? If I'm going to try to get water from a water fountain, right? First, we talked about a baby, but now think about this. If I'm trying to get water from a water fountain, I have to just simply bend my head over at the neck so that I can put myself into a posture so that I'll be able to retrieve the water as it comes up from the water fountain, okay? Better yet, what if I have a water bottle that I'm trying to fill up and I'm trying to fill it up from the, from the um, water spout in the refrigerator or even the water fountain again i have to move it i cannot just hold the water bottle in my hand and just expect that the water is going to magically appear into the water bottle or at the water fountain imagine that it's going to magically appear into my mouth no i had to move my mouth or the bottle into the position to actually receive right when i think about water i think about blessings right that water bottle is there to catch the blessings. Your mouth at that water fountain is there to catch the blessings. I need you to think about that as we continue on today. You have to keep moving. You have to keep moving. There's a scripture in the Bible that says faith without works is dead. So I can have all of the faith in the world, but if I'm not doing anything towards this, then what actually is happening? What is actually happening? I can talk until I'm blue in the face, 
But if there is no action behind what I'm saying, then what am I really saying? What am I really saying? Right? At the beginning of this year, as I'm sure many others did, I have hosted an event where you could create your vision board. If you've never done a vision board before, I implore you to join me next year. Yes, you just heard it here first. We will have another vision board celebration in 2023. But during that session, we were able to write down our goals and and cut out pictures and words and quotes and paste them onto a board to to basically physically see our declarations for this for this new year of 2022. Then there were of course some people that did it digitally as well. And then we talked about what we were expecting to do or accomplish during this year. The thing about it is God could come in and truly blow your mind. For example, I could have been saying that I want to save $20,000 this year. And guess what? God might be like, I see you diligently doing what you need to do to save this $20,000. So hmm, instead of 20, I'm going to make it so that you can actually save 30,000 or whatever. But guess what? I can't just write that down. I can't just write down that I will save $20,000. How am I going to do that? That's another reason why we talk about SMART goals. And we'll go to that in another episode. We'll talk about SMART goals and their importance. But you have to do those small, actionable steps to press towards your goal. God is just waiting for you to step. I think that's the biggest thing sometimes when it comes to procrastination and perfectionism. We're trying to do all of these things. We're trying to put our stamp on it, but we're not giving it 100%, right? And that there lies the problem. So again, I can't just write down what I want to say, right? And then of course, still have the same spending habits. Don't do anything to bring in any additional money for myself or any type of money in order for me to actually save a certain amount. I didn't write any type of plan or what I'm going to save each day or each week or each month, right? These things are important. If I'm going to write down that I want something, I need to have a plan as well. First thing I'm going to do is pray, right? I want to make sure that I'm praying for clarity. And then after that, we got to start writing down these actionable steps. And the funny thing about it is as you start writing, the Holy Ghost will step in and make sure that you are writing the um, ingredients properly. So you probably by now are like, well, Kirstie, what does the Bible say about this whole procrastination thing? Because I am struggling with procrastination. So if you show me something, I just might be able to declare it over my life and make smarter choices. So I want us to go to the book of Proverbs chapter six. We'll begin reading at verse four, where it says, Give not unnecessary sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. There's another version that says, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. So that thing that God has said to you, this is what I need you to do. This is what I want you to do. That vision that he has placed inside of you that is attached to your purpose here on this earth. Do it. Don't wait around for something to be perfect because I, I have a little secret. It won't be perfect. Nothing is ever perfect. The only perfect one is Jesus. Okay. That's who we aspire to be like. However, we are not perfect. 
when you thought that bad thought, well, there was your unperfectionism or your non-perfectionism. When you, when you said that word at that person that cut you off on the highway, that was your non-perfectionism showing. There are plenty more examples of non-perfectionism that each of us employ probably daily or multiple times throughout the day. So let's keep that in mind when we are thinking about working, okay? The next one is just a little bit further down. Proverbs still chapter six, this time is verses six through eight. And it says, go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having the self overseer for ruler, I'm sorry, which having no chief overseer nor ruler, provides her food in the summer and gathers her supplies in the harvest. Okay, and another version says, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer gathering food for the winter. So, again here, we're hearing that we ought not to be lazy. We need to pay attention to the ant who is continuously working so that the ant can then have time to rest. Rest is what fuels us. And we'll talk about that in another episode as well. Rest is important, right? In the midst of building the earth, God still took a moment to rest, okay? So let's make sure Let's make sure, make sure, make sure that we pay attention to our bodies. We pay attention to how we're moving. We pay attention to think about the ant, right? The ant that is constantly working so that they can end up having a time to rest. They don't have a prince. They don't have a governor. They don't have a lord. They don't have anybody over them cracking a whip or anything like that. However, it's still hot okay so that here they labor all summer and then they also gather a lot of food for the winter and again that was talking about the ants so if the ants can do that guess what so can we we cannot continue to put limitations on ourselves we cannot continue to um, pretend that we don't know how to do things if we don't know we're going to ask and guess what else we're going to perfect it because that's what we do that's who we are Okay, and the last one I want to share with you all is going to be in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verses 3 and 4. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if a tree falls toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the trees fall, there it will be. Here it is right here in verse four. He who has, he who observes the wind and waits for all conditions to be favorable will not show. And he who regards the clouds will not leap. There's another version that says, when clouds are heavy, the rains come down, whether a tree falls north or south. Whether a tree falls north or south, it stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfection 
who wait for perfect weather never plant. They watch every cloud they never harvest. Wow. But what we see here in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses 3 and 4, we see that we're being told, get up, right? <laughs> when clouds are heavy, the rains come down. Whether a tree falls north or south, south, it still stays where it falls. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If that's not clear, I don't know what is. A farmer that waits for perfect weather never plants, right? Imagine the farmer watching the clouds every day, trying to see, okay, is the weather right today? Is the weather right today? Is the weather right today? If they continue to ask it every day before you know it, they will have gone through 365 days. It's only 365 days in a year. It's like, bro, when are you going to plant something, right? That's the same thing with us. We have a vision. We know what it's going to take to get there. But if we decide that each day we're going to find some reason as to why we're not quote unquote ready to do that thing, ready to take the leap of faith and to go after it, then when will we ever, right? The time is now, right? The time is now to start working while you are waiting. Because once that appointed time happens that we were talking about in Habakkuk chapter 2, once that appointed time happens, you need to be postured and into position so that you will be able to receive all of it, right? We want all the blessings to overflow us until I feel me, Jesus, until my cup runneth over, right? That is what we want. Those are the blessings that we are desiring over our life. Yes, it is scary to take a leap. Yes, it could be it can make you feel extremely nervous to go after something that you don't even really have a full picture of. You only have the pieces and the portions that God has revealed to you, right? But guess what? Work while you wait for all pieces to be revealed. When you're trying to put a puzzle together, you don't just put one piece down and just keep staring at the box and hoping magically that the pieces will formulate into a into a full picture. No, you keep working at it until you finalize the picture. Until the picture begins to take some type of semblance of what you saw on the box, right? When you're baking a cake. Right. You see what the cake is probably supposed to look like. Right. A lot of times God will give us a vision of what what it will look like towards the end. What would it will look like once he's put everything into place? He doesn't off oftentimes he doesn't always show you the, the journey. Right. The journey is the part. And I believe that's because the journey is the part where we are actually making sure that we are staying tuned our our, our inner transmitters right like our brain is like a radio it needs to be tuned to be able to hear from him which means that we're working and listening working and waiting working and listening working and waiting right but if we just sit around if we don't ever mix the ingredients for the cake and follow the directions for the recipe then we're not going to get the cake right if we never <clears throat> step out and start working and doing those small little pieces and those small little goals to lead up to that big 
to achieving that big goal, then when will that big goal ever be achieved, right? God didn't place it inside of you for it to remain dormant, right? It was placed inside of you so that it would come into fruition here on this earth. Everyone has a purpose, right? And I feel like, like I say all the time, some people are listening for thunder, lightning, and rain and for this strong voice like the guy from Lion King to say to you, my child, this is what you shall do. It's like, no, that is not the case. God has given you the vision. Maybe you dreamt about it. Maybe you were driving and he revealed it to you. and Or maybe you were having a conversation with somebody and it was revealed to you. Maybe you were having a devotional time or a morning quiet time and God revealed it to you. God has, has shown you what it is and uh, that your purpose is here on this earth, right? And it's not always something that you have to go and pick up. Nine times out of 10 is something that is already a part of your life, but you're not feeling like it's a part of your purpose. Instead, you are thinking of it as maybe a burden or something to complain about. However, it is something that is going to catapult your life into the greatest season ever. Okay, so that is so important that we focus on these scriptures, y'all, especially Ecclesiastes 11, 3 and 4. Don't be the farmer that's waiting for perfect weather and then you end up never planting. Because guess what? Now you have affected your livelihood. Ooh, glory, hallelujah. Think about the farmer. If his job is to farm and to provide the various vegetables and fruits or dairy products or whatever for the local market, if he does not do what needs to be done in his farm, how is he going to get money from these markets? What will they be paying for from him? Air? No, right? So now him waiting or he or she waiting and procrastinating for and waiting around for perfect weather now have are, are missing out on valuable income that comes from this farmer in the family because he's going to the market trying to sell air when in reality it's time to be sending envelopes with payments right it's the same thing with our life we have to have to have to make those small down payments we cannot sit around and wait we have to move keep your feet on the ground right Work while you wait. You have, you are in expectation of a particular blessing from God. And he's saying, I see you and I hear you. You keep working. You keep working because don't, you should not get weary in well doing. You keep working and you'll, you'll start to see what I'm doing. I'm working behind the scenes and you ready to see it on the front stage. Just hold tight. I got you. I'll put the camera on that part in just a second, right? That's how God is talking to us, right? So remember that a lot of times when we procrastinate, we, and I posted this a while back, procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you tomorrow. He does not. Okay, so let's make sure that we are making the most out of each day. Whatever that vision is that God has placed inside of you, I need you working. I need you working. Don't feel like something has to be perfect before it can take off, right? Don't feel like you have to be perfect before you can join in, in a ministry at church or even join a church. God loves you just the way you are. And guess what? Once you start living for him, a lot of those things that you call yourself trying to stop, he'll help you stop them. Right. Your lifestyle will differ because you will begin to see things through his lens and you will have the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you. Nonetheless, don't procrastinate. OK, remember all the times procrastination and perfectionism, they act as twins. 
they tend to switch places with each other. So while you're thinking that you're just waiting around for something specific, it's really you afraid of whatever you could be afraid of, whether it's rejection or whether you or you're afraid that you just won't make money or whatever the case may be. Keep in mind that things take time and while they take time you keep working you keep praying but don't sit and and just not do anything work while you wait stay prayed up while you wait and watch what god does for you amen god is so awesome and god is so worthy to be praised let us pray. Father God, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you, Lord God, for your love, your grace, and for your mercy. Thank you, God, for bringing us together. Thank you, Lord God, for reminding us that we cannot procrastinate. When we know something is due, let us do it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. God, we honor you. We thank you for healing over our bodies right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that we have the desires of our heart in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You are so, so awesome, God. So awesome. So awesome. So awesome. So awesome. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Bless everyone that is that is under the sound of my voice. Keep them, guide them, lead them, and protect them, Lord God. God, I pray right now that you will strengthen their bodies, bless their health in the name of Jesus. And if they're waiting on a loved one, we stretch our hands towards that loved one, towards that family member, towards those doctors and nurses and nurse techs and everyone in between. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, you go and you be blessed. I pray that you have an absolutely amazing week. And guess what? I'll see you right back here on the It's My Purpose podcast next week. I love you. Peace.